Our next guest is originally from Albany, New York, retired from the United States Army after serving 25 impressive years of service, licensed insurance and investment agent with a focus in financial education, retirement, education, and long-term investing strategies. Licensing, how about this, catches four states for life insurance and 10 states for securities and investing. His name is Charles Kimball. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Mr. Bosch. Thanks for having me on here. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Uh, we got a lot to uh, unpack, so I'm going to dig right in. What made you uh, transition into financial services, uh, the financial services industry? So, uh, you know, like a lot of people, COVID impacted our family uh, very hard at the very beginning. Um, my wife is a licensed massage therapist, and she lost all of her business in the state of New Mexico because she wasn't doing medical massage. And we had to find a way to make up that income. So she she actually stepped into the into the realm of financial services first, and I followed her in. And then, you know, once we sat down and we looked at our our finances and where we were going to be at retirement and realized we were woefully unprepared for retirement, started looking at the way it impacts society and how most people will not be able to retire. Um, it, it touched me, right? Because growing up in Albany, we had a lot of family members who, who won't be able to retire, right? Because they didn't have the financial education that I'm able to give now. Um, and then, you know, researching how the, the current status of the Black community and how how bad our financial education is, especially in inner, the inner city school system, Absolutely. it just it really, really like lit a fire under me to help reach out into these uh, these other communities in, in, the, in the Black community and start getting that education out. Great, great. So um, what are some of the financial concepts you teach families? Because that's where you really got to focus is the family finances. So we do, we treat each family differently. Um, some of the things that we teach, we teach uh, what's called debt stacking, which is basically, you know, if you've got 10 or 12 different debts out there between credit cards, vehicles, home loans, uh, any consumer loans, we look at the ones that have the highest interest rate first, we knock those out, we take the payment that would have been paid for those, stack it on top of your next highest interest rate and put that double payment in there and pay them down. Okay. We were able to pay down $70,000 in debt ourselves uh, in about a year and a half, two years doing it that way. Like we would have paid 70000 We ended up saving ourselves like $30,000 in interest, not doing it that way. Wow, that's really impressive. What are some of the ways you're helping families build, and I love this, generational wealth? Because that's so important, especially in our communities. So generational wealth um, is... Because a lot of people don't understand what generational wealth is. Generational wealth is when you yourself hand $100,000, $400,000, $800,000 down to your children, and they are able to create it, build it bigger, and hand a few million dollars down to theirs, and it just keeps getting bigger, right? Um, the Rothschilds are an excellent uh, example of that. So one of, a few of the ways that we do that is we go in. Um, almost every employer now has a 401k option, so we explain the importance of 401ks, how they help you with your tax impact, as well as being able to help you retire. We build Roth IRAs. We do traditional IRAs. We have a number of different custodial accounts for children mm -hmm. to include minor Roth IRAs. Um, and then making sure that families in the short term have the proper life insurance and the uh, products in place so that if something does happen, they can leave $600,000, $750,000 to their children, to their dependents, to their beneficiaries, so that that $700,000 can then grow to a few million. Wow. So um, 
what are some of the major hurdles that stop people from investing? I know what my hurdles were at first. So what are some of the major hurdles? I'd Can say you the share number some one, examples? Yeah, I have a few actually. Um, so I'd say the number one biggest, uh, biggest uh, hurdle is fear, right? Most people don't understand the stock market. And they're, the biggest understanding comes from television and movies. And you see guys losing their shirts and throwing tickets up in the air and running off. They don't understand the difference between investing and trading, right? So we teach families how to understand the difference between investing and trading. Um, a lot of people don't understand the difference between loss of value and loss of money. Okay. Right? So if you buy a stock at $100 a share and it drops to $70 a share, a lot of people think they lost $30, mm -hmm. but they didn't. They lost $30 or the value, but they haven't lost any money unless they they sell the share, the stock, right? Okay. And the best way I can explain that to people is if you buy a car today and say it's worth $30,000 and you drive it off the lot, you wait a year, the value of that car has gone down to $20,000, but you haven't lost $10,000, right? You still own the vehicle. You, the value went down. So if you were to sell it, then you would lose 10,000. But as long as you keep the vehicle, you don't lose the money. Does that wow. make sense? Yes, it does. And 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 um, I, want to, I want to get through all these other questions. So then um, what are some of the financial hurdles um, our, community, our community is struggling with? Because so we always have I, a whole different set of issues. We do. So I looked into a lot of uh, a lot of the facts behind, you know, the way the black uh, community is impacted. I'm a member of what's called the African-American Leadership Council mm -hmm. within the America company. Um, and we all get together and we, we discuss these things. One of the biggest ones is the black community accounts for a trillion dollars worth of income into the into the economy every year. A trillion dollars within the black community in the U.S. Mm. We own more Mercedes than the average white community does. Than the, than the white community does, right? Mm -hmm. The black community owns more Mercedes. However, comma, we make about $30,000 less a year. Um, <laughs> but look good. But we look good. <laughs> we look good doing it, right? You can't tell um, us we, we're not looking good, especially on Sunday going to church. <laughs> the biggest fear or the biggest thing that scares me about the, uh, the financial struggles of the black community is the fact that by if we stay on the track we're on right now, by 2053, the wealth of the black community will be zero. We will have the same level of wealth that we had post-slavery. Wow, we that is that's only really, 30 years from now. That is eye-opening and jaw-dropping. Wow. So uh, which leads me to my next question. Man, and I'm feeling, aren't you feeling extremely educated here? Um, what are some ways that you reach out to the communities to provide this education and service? So a lot of things that uh, that we do is one, we'll go into small businesses. I sit down with small business owners. I help them um, create 401ks or, or other retirement plans for their team. If they don't already have one in place, help them create them for them, um, take their money, move it into tax deferred or tax protected uh, places so that they're not paying as much taxes each year so they can have a bigger profit, reinvest it into their company, make their company bigger. Okay. Uh, we go to community centers. We set up large events with, within the community. We go through debt stacking, the rule of 72. Uh, we show families how money works and how the money can work better for them. And then we go to churches. We go to communities or we go into the community and we, we have, we do the same thing. We sit down with uh, the congregation. We explain to them where their money's at, where their money's going. Uh -huh. And we help them get a plan in place to save that money. The average person spends $500 a month on uh, entertainment expenses, 
right? And then says they don't have the money to invest when realistically you could spend 250 a month on entertainment and spend 250 a month on your investments and have a million dollars at retirement. Wow. So, so, and, 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 and I want to uh, move into the next question, but I totally agree with that because you always hear people say, well, I can't afford to do this. And the first thing I say to them, say to them is how can you afford not to do this? So real quick, um, what does a typical session cost? And then tell people how they can reach you. Absolutely. So we do what's called a financial needs analysis for every family. Um, that financial needs analysis develops your financial independence number, which is the number you need to retire. Mm -hmm. It also shows you how much money you need in life insurance between now and retirement age to get to that and still have your income protected. Right. That is absolutely free. Okay. That is a, a complimentary service. We sit down with the family. If you already have a life insurance policy, we'll dig through your life insurance policy and explain it to you in simple terms that the average person can understand Great. because they're written in legal speak. Okay. So give us some hashtags, information on how they people can get a hold to you. And then I just want to end by saying some things. So the fastest way to get a hold of me is Facebook. You can Google or you can search me on Facebook at Charles A. Kimball Jr. Um, or you can go to my website at primerica.com slash C. Kimball Jr. Okay. Now, I want to say to you, I am so proud. I am proud beyond words. Uh, please, um, I would get all kinds of flack if I didn't let you give a shout out to mom and dad because they have raised one great, great son. Definitely want to give a shout out to my mom and dad. They are the reason that I am who I am today. They've stood up for me. They have been proud of me. They have backed me in every one of my sometimes crazy decisions, like the 25 years in the army. Um, but they've always had my back. They've always you know, stood, stood up for me and made sure that even when others didn't believe in me, they always told me that I could do it and I could be great. And Absolutely. I'm just trying to prove them right. And apples do not fall far from the tree. And I want to end by saying this. A lot of people don't know you were in the Pentagon the day it got hit. 911. You want to speak to that real, real quick? Um, that was just a, a, a very traumatic day. Um, there was a lot going on. It was, it's, you know, I, I don't do the, the, uh, the 9 11 remembrances often. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it was, it was very dramatic. I still haven't been to World Trade Center uh, either. And I was just in New York two weeks ago. <laughs> wow. Well, I want to say um, thank you for your service to the country. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you will continue to do. God bless you and may heaven continue to smile upon you. And you know, without saying, I am so, so proud of you. And again, mom and dad have raised a fantastic son. We appreciate you coming on, being part of the Triple E's, education, empowerment, entrepreneurship. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Thank appreciate you so much. Really great information. We'll have to have him back on. Absolutely. We're going to have him as a recurring guest that or, would be great. or contributor. Okay, I would, so I would absolutely love it. All right, and I love all those impressive uh, awards in the backdrop. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> I try Thank to be the so best. Much. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Okay.